This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome to the last show of the year. This is our send-off for 2020. It's the Mess It Up Podcast, and I am the Bowtie Guy. I've got my uh, friend Giselle here. What up? There she <laughs> is. You know that voice. You know it well. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk today a little bit about uh, the year that was. But before I do that, I just want to give you the standard. Uh, I keep on saying uh, it drives me nuts so much. I'm gonna try, that's my my thing I'm going to try to work on today is not saying. Uh, I'm going to give you the standard stuff that I talk about before each show, which is to tell you about where we can be found on social media, which is Instagram and Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Reddit. So join in the party and have some fun doing that. Also, um, there it is. I made it a whole minute. <laughs> also, I didn't even make it a minute. Oh my gosh, it's only 54 seconds. We uh, like to have email. So if you want to email me, this is the hardest thing in the world. If you want to email me, it's bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can email intern Dave at info at messituppodcast.com to get him uh, the show ideas that you want or song of the week ideas or whatever it happens to be. You can get a hold of Dave that way. We'd love to have people share their stories in the new year. So if you are a person who's listening and you don't think you have a story, listen, this is my challenge to you. Everybody email intern Dave with your information and we'll get a hold of you. I guarantee every single person listening to this show has a story that's worth hearing on the Mess It Up podcast. I guarantee it because that's how God works. He just gives us all stories and he takes the mess. He turns it into a message. And if you haven't seen what the message is yet, let's get hooked up on a, a Zoom call and we can figure it out together because uh, God is just that good. So email intern Dave at info at messituppodcast.com with your contact information and I will give you a call. Or you could just give me a call. Giselle, do you know my number by heart? No. No. Am I am I in your phone? Yes. That's the thing about cell phones. We don't know numbers by heart anymore. When I was a kid, I knew all the numbers by heart. My number is 760-608-1942. You can call me or text me. We'll have a little chat and get you on the show because it will bless somebody else's life. And I think it'll probably bless you as well. Do you, I think you enjoy, I mean, I don't know if I'm just blowing smoke up my own backside here, but I think you enjoy being on the show. Do you get something out of it when you come on and host Giselle? Yes. All the time. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> It's not it's scary. Yeah. yeah. Easy peasy. I mean, no one's looking at you. Exactly. That's the nice thing. Giselle and I are both sitting here in our jammies. Our hair is a mess. Uh, I've got spinach in my teeth. Yeah. No, Haven't showered in a week. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. We're full COVID, COVID <laughs> crisis. Um, but anyhow, we are out there on the thing. If you want to help out the show, there's a couple of things you can do for our show. And we're really hoping to grow the show in 2021. One of the things you can do that's just super easy is wherever you're listening right now, give us a rating. Just go and give us a five-star rating and that will push us up as people look for shows. And people tend to look for shows in the new year. They get new devices mm -hmm. and they think, oh, I'm going to you know, work out more, so I'm going to need some podcasts. So it's a really good time for that right now. So please go out and rate the show on whatever podcatcher you're using. I've you been extra lazy too and I just go hey google put on mess it up podcast what yeah it's so awesome and it's doing it, it 
Oh wow, it is. Oh wow, she's listening to show ninety-seven, and we're only on show right now. Um. 143 that we're recording so Gigi's a little behind but that's okay hey it's she's not listening my to 97 because i also listen on my echo oh that's true that's true yeah uh so you can do that you can you can uh your amazon devices will do it your google devices will do it i'm guessing the apple home pod if any of you guys have an apple home pod it should do it as well um, so go check it out, but give us a rating, give us a review, write something nice about the show. That's always good to hear and to read. You can also become a patron of the show and financially support the show because this is my job. Uh, I don't get paid anywhere else, but this, so I am completely funded by you, the listeners on Patreon. So go to messituppodcast.com, click on the become a patron button. And for as little as a dollar a week, you can help support the show keep us going and doing the things that we're doing. we got some big plans for this and for the um, Messed Up Ministries ministry for the coming year. So uh, please consider doing that. We really, really appreciate all of the patrons and everybody who helps out. So if you've been doing that for us, we appreciate it. And I guess that's about enough of the upfront stuff. Yeah. Anything else that I forgot? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I forgot to tell them what the word of the week is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I made an executive decision and changed the word of the week this week. I had something else locked in for it. But what I've changed the word of the week to is one that I think is a no-brainer. And the word of the week this week is pandemic. Ah, Because pandemic. we've been stuck in the middle of a pandemic. Normally, I tell you what the word of the week means. If you don't know what a pandemic is at this point god bless you you know it that's outstanding so i'm not even going to identify it it should be easy to use this should be like a bonus point no i festival. think extra bonus points if you could tell us the difference between epidemic and pandemic that Ooh. would be epic yeah you know how they do that put that on facebook and yes. just uh, go onto our facebook facebook page oh, yeah. yeah and you can do hashtag What's the difference? Yeah, hashtag yeah. what's the difference? We'll look for those. Yeah, if I find some good ones, I'll uh, maybe we'll, this might be a good opportunity to win some Starbucks. Starbucks. All right. So uh, I asked Giselle if she would come on the show and just help me look back at the year. And as we were trying to think what we would do, it's like, I mean, people have been talking about this year. And obviously, I thought my first notes are 2020, enough said, question mark. Uh, but I don't think there's been enough said about it because there's been a lot of, to say that this year's had some negativity would be a bit of an understatement. Yeah. And the pandemic was so great and and disruptive that what I thought would be the most contentious, horrible, vile political campaign in history got on many ways overtaken by pandemic mm -hmm. uh so it's it's massive you know it's it's literally worldwide it's all over the world yeah. i read last week that uh there was finally a case reported in antarctica so it's been Whoa. on all wow. seven continents have now been touched with covid so and i think that's the scariest thing for me was when the earthquake happened in ridgecrest and we were getting all those aftershocks like like one after the other, it was like so easy for me to drive three hours away to stay at my mom's house for a couple of days to get my nerves like 
you know, reset. But with the pandemic, it was like, there's nowhere to escape. Right. No one is not going through this. (laughs) Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that because... You know, we did do the, oh my gosh, I have to stop right. It's one, two, three, four right now as we're recording. I love that. Make a wish. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, when, when the earthquakes happened, we were able to, like you said, get away mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And I remember you guys driving by that night. We were out in our front yard and you guys drove by and said, yeah, we're getting out of here. We're going down to uh, mom's house. So you can't do that mm-hmm. as well. I, I guess we thought we could at the beginning of this thing. We thought that it was completely possible to get away from the pandemic and like, oh, it's, it's, you know. It's in China. In China. Okay. Oh, it hasn't come to the United States. <laughs> oh, yet. Mexico? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, Italy. Italy's going nuts, <laughs> but not here. And yeah. now we're like, you know, the kings of the world in terms of COVID. Uh, we've, we've done it. Uh, we went Microsoft on it and took somebody else's idea and expanded on it. <laughs> <laughs> we um, could do it better. We're the US. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, when was the first time you remember hearing about COVID and, or, uh, or the coronavirus? Cause at first it wasn't COVID, it was coronavirus and, you know, coronavirus is, and then it was the novel coronavirus 2019. Yeah. So, you know, that's, um, yeah, I think it's crazy. Cause it was like, what, like I first started realizing like, oh, something's going on. Like maybe exactly a year ago, like this is when China was having their like big, like explosion of cases and it's like, okay, well, that's China. They're a third world country, like whatever. And then like, you know, in January, the U.S. got their first case, right? It was like, I'm not uh, sure like when February. Because we went, we went to Hawaii in February. And well, Bev, Bev had gone and I remember her traveling. And uh, yeah, in January, she, she flew back and she got some masks and she's like, I'm going to use masks. And not everybody in the airport was using it because we still kind of thought, oh, this is not a United States yeah. thing. Um, but then we went to Hawaii and I didn't wear a mask going to Hawaii. Uh, we tried to stay clean, but my, my son-in-law was making jokes about it and I didn't really understand all of it yet. I remember going to the prison in February and January timeframe and the guy said, oh, I don't have coronavirus but i've got the modello virus which is you know <laughs> corona and modello being two different kinds of beer uh so they were making those That's jokes uh, and then it really started getting real mm-hmm. in march yeah and i remember actually i remember i think you it was the day a couple days before you left for hawaii it was like okay i think we should maybe take a break from cr for a couple fridays just to no, I think you guys left for Tennessee. Actually, it was in yeah. March, and I was like, let's take a break for a couple couple Fridays since like you know cases it, it came to California. Let's let that happen, and then like literally within twenty four hours, it was like you started hearing like the schools were shutting down and stuff, and it was like yeah, oh uh, well, wow, that escalated fast. <laughs> I was before we went to Tennessee in March. I was driving with my mother to take her to a doctor's appointment mm-hmm. in LA. And we were talking about this coronavirus thing and the issues. And the Olympics were coming up. She said, oh, yeah, it's going to stop the Olympics. And I said, listen, mom, nothing is going to stop the Olympics. That's billions of dollars of revenue generated. And money will win over top of this virus. It's not going to happen. Just calm yourself. 
And I could not have been more wrong. Yeah. And now the Rose Parade. Yeah. And I remember seeing stories in the newspaper. Uh, I always read the the USA Today and they're saying, you know, what's the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic? And is this a pandemic or is it just an epidemic? And, And I just, I didn't really take it all in. What were your first thoughts when you saw it starting to get real? Like I remember going to, we flew out of Vegas the day that they shut down. I, we went into Vegas and then the next morning we flew out and that was the day they shut down the strip and seeing the strip dark. I was like, this is all I could think was zombie apocalypse. You know, you watch, you know, walking dead and you think, well, how do they not know? It's like, are we going through that right now? Is this how it starts? Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I think even when it started coming to the U S it's like, Oh, well it's in like, Florida, <laughs> Louisiana, whatever. And it's like California. It's like, oh, it's real. Yeah. Like when it's in your own backyard, like it's real. And even like, I feel like in Ridgecrest, since we're such in like this closed little bubble, it hasn't hit us until like last month. Yeah. Like and it's now, like a whole year. Hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of cases. Yeah. And it's, um, it's very un- unfortunate. I feel like just the negativity. Well, and that brought with it. There's so many people who've gotten this thing, but it's like, okay, now I know people who have it. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you, I, I used to do a lot of work with American Cancer Society. And we always said, you know, when it, everybody knows someone at this point who's been affected by cancer. Yeah. But that's when it gets real is when it happens in your family or to you or to someone that you know, it's like, okay, this is not just something to make jokes about on late night TV, but this is, this is a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. I have a good friend whose wife died uh, from coronavirus just last, about a week oh, yeah. and a half ago. Yeah. And, um, and he's so angry about people not wearing masks. He's like, if more people would have been wearing masks, I might still have my wife. And she wore a mask and she washed, but she was going yeah. through chemotherapy so her body was just very compromised. Yeah. And, um, it's difficult. Um, what were your challenges personally with coronavirus? What, how did um, it challenge your life? I think just like it's hard not to have a negative mindset. Because like you, like I know like my friend from middle school, her dad died. And it's like, what? Like I know that person. And then also like like having a cousin that has a little two-year-old fighting cancer, it's like, it's hard not to get in a negative mindset when I see people taking it lightly. And, like, I don't want that to overshadow my joy, but also the way I see people and especially how I see certain types of people Uh in my life, you Uh know? So I think that's a challenge that was by far up there this year for me like um because I mean I know like especially fighting anxiety and depression like that's just hating the world is one of those things that is a constant battle with me Mm and (laughs) for me I look at it and I it's hard for me I like to think of myself as a very welcoming open fair-minded person but I get so judgy when I walk through a mm-hmm. store and see people who have their mask around their neck because they're, you know, protesting because they don't want to have to be told what to do. And it's like, 
I get so frustrated. I actually went up to a person that I knew yesterday in Walmart and I pulled their mask off of their neck and said, it goes over your nose and mouth. Please mm. protect the rest of us. And they didn't think I was, they were not amused by mm. me, you know, cause they're like, you, people aren't going to tell me what to do. I'm not going to, you know, have the government with his foot on my neck. I was like, really, if you want businesses to open up, it's easy. Wear a mask, wash yeah. your hands. I mean, don't get mad about washing your hands. Just wash them. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, or shouldn't be, but it, I think it has really divided us. It's become, you know, a disease has become politicized. Yeah. And that's exactly like, I don't want it to be political, especially I don't want this episode to be political, <laughs> but, um, you know, like I went to church and I know a lot of people don't wear masks at church, especially, you know, um, but, you know, I was caught in the middle because I feel like my husband is high risk and then I have a young child so I can't get sick because who's going to take care of, you know, mom takes care of everyone, including mm-hmm. husbands. So, um, anyways, my thought was like, fine, I may not like believe that a mask will save myself or others, but I'm going to wear a mask at church no matter what because I want a newcomer that does believe in wearing a mask to feel comfortable. So I'm kind of doing it more so for others. Yeah, and I I and, don't like the insinuation that if you wear a mask, you're not having faith in God. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep telling people, I have faith in God. I believe that God created viruses, and this is how they work, and this is something we can do against them. Yeah, It's like I drive down the road with my seatbelt on. Not because I don't have faith in God, but because I believe that God gave everybody the right to drive like an idiot, and I don't want to have my family deal with me getting killed. Yeah, and it's almost back to that whole, like, when people ask, like, why did God allow cancer or all these things? It's like, well, he didn't allow those things. Like, he didn't bring those things into the world. We did because we sinned, and we're allowing, like... Eve ate the apple. She was the Eve. first sin, and that woman that sin came into the world. Yeah, oh man, <sighs> women. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, men blaming women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it. I, I think, regardless of what we think about anything, I think everybody should be able to agree that 2020 has been sucky, a little bit different than our standard <laughs> years. It's been different than. Most of the people that I know have have seen, and I know that people have gone through some things. But uh, I, you know, this is this is definitely the biggest thing in my life uh, that I've gone through that's you know changed things up. So it's quite interesting. And I think no matter what, like we need to respect each other's decision, whether you think oh, that person's not wearing a mask, so therefore they don't care about others, or whether, oh, that person's wearing a mask, so they don't have enough faith. It's like, well, what Andrew told me the other day, which totally makes sense, is that while if you believe some something different from someone else, then pray about that person that God will change their mind then if if I'm right, you yeah. know? Or change, or my, change mind my mind if they're right, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... I think we just need to have a little more grace and, uh, uh, grace. We're not for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, 
I asked Giselle what she thought would be a good song for the song of the week this week, and she pulled one out of her hat that we did at CR Sunday three years ago? Some years ago. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyhow, this is a song by Ren Collective. It's called For All That You Have Done. So we're going to play a little bit of it for you. We'll be back on the other side of a 90-second break to tell you our thoughts and to try to put a little bit of positive yes. on 2020. So we'll see you in about right. 90 seconds. From mountain top to valley low, through laughter and through tears, surely the goodness of my God will follow the years. For all that you have done for us, for every battle won, we'll raise a song to bless your heart for all that you have done. In all our failures and regrets, you've always led us home. Redemption's arm has raised us up Our triumph in the storm For all that you have done for us For every battle won Okay, okay, I know I said I was going to talk about the other thing I liked about it, but I'm going back. Oh my gosh, the lyrics went away. Okay. Oh no. Um, I'm gonna. Shoot. Come on, girl. Get okay. Back together here. Um, I really, I don't know. Just like the song makes me get like very lost in my thoughts. Um, and uh, it's just uh, the thoughts a nice that you're lesson. having, or does it yeah. bring new thoughts in? All the time, everything, everything, just everything. Like okay. new thoughts, old thoughts, everything. Um. But one of the things that always sticks out to me is from mountaintop to valley low through laughter and through tears, surely the goodness of my God will follow all the years. And it's just that constant reminder of Paul always taking a picture of me while I'm talking. <laughs> um, it's just that constant reminder of no matter what highs or lows good and bad things we're going through God is always there and we always just have to remember God sees the bigger picture and when we can't and then also like that always sticks with me until we get to like the very end of the song where it's like or close to the end where it's like in unity we'll stand Mm -hmm. as one as family will go shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand into the great unknown. And I just think that's the perfect picture of what we need to be as Christians. We have to be united and stand together. And I love the word family as family will yes. go. Because at times we may not like each other. Right. But we will always be together. Right. Because we are family. We are one. We are connected. And... The thing that makes me sad this year is I don't see that with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. I feel like we're uh, disunited. Is that a word? Yes. 
disunited rather than united and we're not standing shoulder to shoulder we're standing maybe face to face trying to see wh- who's the bigger guy like yeah or right back to wrong. back with our arms folded and walking in opposite yeah. directions yeah like chest out like beating our chest like little gorillas instead of like showing people god's love like i understand that god's telling me this thing and you don't see that but i still love you yeah. And I don't see that. And it makes me really sad because that's, like, always, like, what kind of, like, draws me to to Jesus is that love Yeah, well, that I, I she said, they'll know us by our love. You know, they'll know we're yes. Christians by our love. And and I that was one of the things that I wrote down, too, that unity and that idea of family. Uh, the other day, we were at Christmas. We spent the Christmas with the Christmas. How old <laughs> am I now? The Christmas. We spent Christmas with the Gadulas. And I put a picture up of me and Giselle on Instagram and it says no shared DNA, but definitely my girl. And it's that family idea that it's, you don't have to have the genetics to be family. Family mm-hmm. is way more than genetics. I am so much closer to people who have no DNA with me than I am to my own brother. We just, we're not that close. And that's, that's the thing being shoulder to shoulder and thinking, all right, we're going into this unknown and 2020 was unknown, mm-hmm. but going into it with somebody, um, I spent two weeks at my daughter's house over the last month and a half. The first week it was me by myself. So they bought a house in uh, Oregon, a small town, and it's an 80 year old house. It's got a basement, got a ground floor, got it upstairs. So I'm there remodeling this house doing a reno on it and i'm there by myself at night putting in tile my tile saw was downstairs in the basement and it just felt creepy and i was not going in the basement so i didn't cut any tile at night i was like i'll cut it tomorrow i stayed up i kept all the doors closed i closed the door to the stairway to the basement and when i had to come and go it was just like i didn't want to be alone there this time bev was there with me the door to the base was open. I went down in the basement at night. I didn't because I had someone there with me, that shoulder to shoulder, that I'm there with you. And and we can, we might not be able to beat this, but we'll lose together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that, that feeling of safety. And that's what God gives us is yeah. I don't have to have someone else there with me. I have God, but it sure is nice to have other people with me. Uh, so I yeah. do that. And, and also I was thinking about, you know, that he always led us home. And he's our triumph in the storm. He promises us we will get through and he will take the mess and turn it into a message mm-hmm. that he will make. He's, I, I, I don't want to say he'll make it better. He will sh- give me the ability to see the better in what it is. Yeah. And, and that's what I love. Um, when you were talking, you, you were talking about this, this feeling that we have of people and animosity and and you know you talk about the shoulders and the, the beating on the chest and i heard someone say earlier this week i was listening to a podcast and they said just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right mm. and i thought wow that is so true because so often i get offended by something i think well this is the way it has to be because i'm offended and and it doesn't mean that i'm right but by the same token it doesn't mean that you should keep on offending me we should we should try to come like andrew said you know come to an understanding of each other that God will show you where I'm right or he will show me where you're right. 
And I think most of the times it's probably a little both. Yeah. It's probably some mixed paint. It's it's probably not binary. And just because I'm right doesn't mean you're wrong. You just might have a different perspective and also be right. Yes. Yeah. And I just think, too, like, we don't know, like, we don't know what God has in his mind. Like, we were so, like, below God that we, our minds can't understand what 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 he created what if i get righteously indignant though i don't know does that make it so i can be right if i'm if i have righteous indignation i can say whatever i want and do whatever i, guess I want you can yeah uh, but then i turn around and go like that gets crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i i just think there's so much more to this year than we could even comprehend the only person that or being that could comprehend is God. And if we can't understand everything that he thinks, then what, what makes us think that we could understand this, this year completely or this pandemic or the world. And I have a very difficult time seeing the good in the midst of the bad. Yeah. But God has given me an ability to find the good after the bad. Yes. And I, I saw that with, my incarceration Hmm. that I, I wouldn't want that on someone. I, I'm not happy that it happened to me. It's not a great time in my life, but so much of what I do now would not happen if it hadn't been for that experience. And so I see how God used that to create good Mm -hmm. out of all that bad. And I, I just, I just know that that's going to happen with this, that I'm going to, at some point I'm going to be able to look back and say, Look, this is what happened because of that. You know, our country is as strong as it is because we went through and survived the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. You know, it forged us into a great nation. Um, so I think there's just wonderful things ahead for us as Christians, as family. Uh, yeah. For me individually. I think, too, that, like, I want to carry with myself, like, from here on is... Um, like after we watched the movie Soul on Disney, uh-huh. right? So new, not not gonna give any spoilers, but um, like Andrew and I were having like deep conversations. Like I'm so unhappy with the ending, but there was this one part that made the movie completely worth it, where there was the barber and um, the main character thought like, okay, my purpose in life is playing piano. So this barber's purpose. Like, he's so amazing at cutting hair. Like, this barber's purpose is to cut hair. But then he later learns, like, he wanted to be a doctor. He wanted to be, what, a surgeon or a doctor? Anyways, like, he his career, what he thought was his purpose was completely different. But we later find out, like, he enjoys cutting hair because it provided a way of life for his daughter. Yeah. And we figure out later it's like well we think our purpose is maybe something more so what keeps us going or like with the main character the piano it wasn't his purpose it was just something he enjoyed doing there's something deeper that 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 we may not see that is our purpose so i guess what i'm getting to is that i always think that i need to be successful to have my purpose but that's maybe something that would, that would you know, 
kind of be nice and fun, like, oh, having all this money or whatever. But my true purpose is being there for my son and yeah. my husband and um, being being that that example of love and Christian, being a Christian, showing how Jesus loves us through showing my son how like I love him right. and so it's just like I guess connecting that to 2020 is that what we thought was going to be the best year ever because it's like 2020 like Woo-hoo! that's such a great number it's like there's something deeper that that has to come from it right. or that comes from that that difficulty right and Does that being, make sense? yeah and like <laughs> you're saying with the movie being locked in to what my purpose is or even worse me being locked into what oh Giselle this is what your purpose is this is why you were born I'm limited to my own perspective mm-hmm. my own viewpoint I might not know one of the things that really stood out in that movie to me was they were going into the barbershop and the guy you know the main character is telling his, his little friend oh yeah we go and we talk about jazz and it's mm-hmm. awesome and then as he's leaving he's like man it was so nice to talk about something besides jazz and and I, how often have I forced my viewpoint and my perspective on other people because I think this is all that there is with mm. this person and I cut off everything else just for this one little tiny laser beam section of yeah. of something. It's a shame. It's, it's so funny because even looking at my relationship with Andrew, it's like people see him as like the music guy. He's so amazing at music and people you know they look at me they're like oh you're so lucky andrew could teach you how to play piano and stuff and it's like we rarely talk about like music we don't sing and play together like we just that's people may see that as like oh that's like all andrew has but i see so much more like we love to cook we like to um well one of us likes to work outside more than the other and yeah (laughs) we like you know like going on vacation and all these other things and it's so funny there's like just so much more layers yes like an onion like shred yes Yes. (laughs) um so so how are we getting through this what what, i mean the show is mess it up podcast Mm. we take the mess we turn it into a message we we got the mess easy 2020 Easy to see the mess. How'd you get through it? What's the message? Um, as much. How about you go first? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I got through it, like the song said, shoulder to shoulder with mm. family. Um spent a lot of time with family this year. We were out in Tennessee for several months with family and living in a 1,000 square foot house with grandpa right after his wife of 73 years passed Mm -hmm. away. Um, And just trying to navigate through things that we'd never navigated through before. But every Friday, I'd get on the computer and there'd be some sort of problem and glitch that we'd fixed, but... There'd be Andrew and Giselle and Everything Grayson. Seems to be working. But something looks wrong. Since you need to be a lot of We Computer weren't talking canceled. to you. 
she, I forgot her name is that in here. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Alexa uh, started talking to us because I, I said her name. Uh, but we'd get on there and we'd do Celebrate Recovery. With thousands of miles between us, we were family. And it was so awesome to just see that and see the joy that you guys had in bringing the music and doing the stuff. And the numbers weren't there. We didn't have, you know, 50,000 people watching us. But we were there and we spent that time. And, and I loved that. And knowing that we had people that we were connected to. I mean, this podcast got me through the year. Um, so far, I'm, you know, on show, what did I say? A hundred and something? 143. This is show 143. <laughs> Every Tuesday for the last 143 weeks, this show has come out. I've not missed a Tuesday. And there were some Tuesdays where like, I think I'm going to miss it. Two Tuesdays ago, the computer crashed. I, I lost the thing and it was 1230 at night on Tuesday morning, 1230 in the morning, I guess. And I'm like, I got no show. And I just kept working and I, and I was able to get it. And sometimes people say, well, just don't have a show this week. I was like, I can't do that. And I could and the world wouldn't end. But in my mind, that keeps me going, mm -hmm. doing those things, having those simple tasks that I can have some success and some victory at and knowing that I will get people listening and hearing uh, you know that someone has found the show and that it meant something to them because they found the show um, it's just that's something that's that's cool mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. I just, I like being able to do that and, and, and coming through. And that's, that's what's, I guess, keeping my eyes close, but, but far. Casey Kasem always used to say, keep your feet on the ground, but keep reaching for the stars. And I think, okay, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing is, is trying to stay grounded, but, but not anchored. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, your turn. And you okay. can't say did What was the question? question is uh why do you find me so incredibly you know incredible uh well no. it was how did you get through 2020 <laughs> um well man i forgot to mention something that was my challenge and it's gonna go into the answering the question okay but, bring it um definitely like getting over the whole like fomo like fear of missing mm -hmm. out and realizing that i have everything I need and more. Um, I just kept thinking this Christmas how wonderfully blessed Grayson is with all these like gifts that are very thoughtful but at the same time that he doesn't necessarily need where there's when we did Angel Tree there's kids mm -hmm. out there that don't even have their mom or dad yeah, available. perspective right? Yes, yeah, so it's just really, like, making me think, like, yes, I want more and more and more, but, like, I have ever, I have what I need and then some, mm -hmm. <laughs> like toilet paper. <laughs> and I think that's what um, I'm trying to keep going that way in my mind. Like, whenever I'm upset, I'm just like, okay, why am I upset? Is that something that's life or death? 
because there's people out there that are literally trying to make decisions that are between life and death. Right. Um, so I think as much as I would like to imagine that once that, that it turns midnight and it's 2021, that life would be back to normal or even better than what it was. Like, I'm just trying to think that we could be in worse situations. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that theme of the past few episodes that I've done is having that gratitude that, okay, we haven't had COVID yet. My family hasn't had it yet. Mm-hmm. Or we haven't had to have surgery or go to the hospital for any reason whatsoever. So I... I, I I can go on, you know. Yeah. 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 It's, so that's what's keeping me going. Did it, I answer the question? I think you did. Okay. I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, I mean, good things have come from this year. My book came out. Yeah. I, mean, woo-hoo. I was able to get my book out, which is a, a project that's been going on in depth for two years, but you know, tangentially for close to eighteen years. Uh, we, first time I put pencil to paper to tr- start writing the idea, the outline for my book was 18 years ago. Oh man. And, um, yeah. And, and I'm thinking about, you know, yesterday was boxing day. Boxing day as we're recording this boxing day is the day after Christmas. And that was the day that I confessed to my family that I was guilty wow. was boxing day of 2001. And so 19 years ago, uh, you know, my world really, really changed because I went from being the good guy who, you know, took all this stuff on and went to jail to protect it, which is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Nobody believed that but me. Um, I mean, and so it's been a wild ride, but this year my book came out and, um, I didn't get sick, you know, and, and you did a lot of traveling. We did a lot of traveling. We've got two daughters who are pregnant right now with uh, new babies coming in 2021. Um, it's just so much to be thankful for and to be not bitter about mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, 2020, maybe not the best year ever. I think it stripped away a lot of unnecessary things too like right like i i think before the pandemic i was so focused on people needing me and like wanting like to be this like everyone's friend and everyone liking me where now it's like i i have two really good friends and i'm happy yeah like i see them every week you know like I know we're not supposed to like be around people, but you know, that's what one of the things that keeps me going is like, I have two good friendships versus, you know, 20 okay friendships, you know, like it just. And you're, you know, co-star of a hit podcast. Hit podcast was hundreds of people. Literally dozens of people listening to us. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Tens of people. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. As much as I'm grateful for this year, I can't wait to uh, to spread what I've learned. I'm I'm anxious for. I know the virus doesn't keep track of the calendar, but there's something you know in my mind that just says okay. 
I'm ready. Midnight on the 31st. Yeah. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> and, and you know, we have given up things that are traditions for us. We didn't do our uh, New Year's Eve bash, mm-hmm. which we've done for CR. As long as I've done it, we've had a New Year's Eve bash. We didn't, we're not doing that this year. We had to postpone CR Sunday. Uh, which would have been today as we're recording this. And there's a lot of things that that are different. Uh, I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to legitimately sing happy birthday, let somebody blow out candles on a cake and then want to eat some of that cake. Yeah, it's just, you know, it. yeah, it's different. Yeah. Um, uh, One of the things I just have to say is like, on Christmas Day, my mom was like, okay, I'm going to go to your house after her, like, thinking her allergies was the start of COVID. She was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go to your house. And then later she calls me back and she's like, my car's leaking oil. Sorry. <laughs> like, maybe next week. So I was, like, legit sad. Like, I, I'm tw- I know I'm 28 years old, but I'm like, I want my mommy. Yeah. Like, Christmas Day, I want my mommy. And, you know, like... It really turned around because then I got like my my uh my adopted parents that came to to Christmas and I was like, you know, you guys were good replacements. Yeah, for today. We did okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys did okay. You guys stayed up late with us watching the movie that made me contemplate the being of life. But whatever. Yeah. It was fun. It turned around to be very fun. Yeah. Yeah. And looking on the bright side. Exactly. And yeah. family together, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. That's the way we'll get through this next year, the same way as we got through this last year. And yes. We'll just keep on mowing them down until we're doing it up in heaven. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. Partying and feasting. Yes. In the clouds. Loving that. Calorie-free donuts. Mm, baby. Yes. No lactose intolerance. Bring on All the, the lattes you want without having the jitters. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyhow, uh, and here, this is what's funny to me, G. So as Giselle and I were sitting down to talk, I said, well, should we do some notes? Because, you know, we'll be able to, you know, get through a half hour show. And, and I was like, ah, we could talk for a half hour. And Giselle said, well, we just have to get through the 10 minutes at the beginning. <laughs> and here we are uh, 45 minutes later. Uh, we did good. We done okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow... Uh, this is the end of 2021 or 2020 Ooh. for the podcast. The next show that we put out will be our, our New Year's 2021 look ahead uh, show. So be looking forward to that next week. But really, honestly, people, I thank you so much for sticking with me through this year. Hopefully I've been a bright spot in your ears during a crazy, crazy, crazy pandemic. Um, I appreciate all of you who have become patrons this year we've gotten a lot of new patrons who've joined up and it's not too late for you to join now uh you can go ahead and do that if you want to become a patron of the show definitely uh consider that go to messituppodcast.com click on the become a patron button and you can become a patron and we really really appreciate all that you do to keep us going it makes a huge difference for us because food is nice and uh, <laughs> no one else would give me a job. So thank you people for uh, for being my <laughs> boss. Uh, write me an email. Give me a call. Let me know that you want to be on the show because I want you on the show. And I don't think I've got anything else left to say, Giselle. Uh, think of those goals for next year. Yeah, getting ready for some, some uh, what do they call those? Uh, resolutions. Resolutions. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like to think goals because you don't technically need to reach the goal. 
You just need like try Set to, to reach it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess that's it. We'll see you next time we mess it up. Woo, mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.